Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Last Life Podcast. This is my weekly gaming podcast where we use this one life to explore amazing worlds and discuss all things video games related. Tune in every week for new episodes and to support this show, please subscribe, comment, and rate this podcast on your podcast platform of choice. You can email me any questions at amandamangames at gmail.com. That's amandamangames at gmail.com. All the various social media links, including the email, will also be in the description. What's up, Trevor? Trevor's on the other end. Hey, man. Uh, happy to be here. Happy to take time out from saving the world a third time. Um, <laughs> third but, time. You know. We just did our <laughs> our Horizons spoiler cast, so we still have a bitter taste in our mouth, sort of. Well, no, go, <laughs> go listen to it and you, you can decide. But today we definitely should talk about this whole Grand Christmas 7 thing. I built up this game like crazy. I was getting into sim racing and everything like that. I actually played like four or five hours of Grand Christmas 7 uh, and stopped playing it because... I, I was like waiting for my wheel stuff and my wheel stuff is still not here. Like it's taking like forever. Like this is the issue of ordering stuff from US, I guess. But I was like really excited about this game and it got good reviews. It got like eight out of 10, nine out of 10, stuff like that. And something happened. Sony just pulled a weird switcheroo, PlayStation. I don't know what they're doing, but in the, it's been all over the news recently. Basically what happened in Grand Tourism 7 was they reduced the car. So the way the game works is you're able to buy cars by using credits. You can get credits by doing, you know, uh, circuits and, and championships and stuff in the game, which makes sense. Or you can buy the credits, obviously, using real-life money, which is kind of not great. But if you have the choice, if you want to do it, the idea is as long as they give you the option to get it in a reasonable time in-game. They decided randomly that we're going to add an update or a patch to reduce the credits you get from what you're doing. And it was already pretty tough to be able to get enough credits to buy some of these cars. That was part one. The part two was they said that, hey, we want to make this as, as close to real life as possible. So the credits it takes to buy, game, buy any cars, we're going to make it as close to real life as possible. So that went up too. So you're getting less credits and they bumped up the price for each of these cars. And they said this was to improve our experience and no one, no one was having it. It got bombarded on Metacritic, all that stuff. There's a new update that came up today. So we'll talk about that a little bit later. But first, I want to throw it to you to talk about, like, Grand Zone 7 got good reviews based on what the game was at that time. Yep. And then they just put out this update, which if it was available at that time of review, I'm pretty sure a lot of reviewers would say, yo, this is crazy. This is not okay. This needs to be looked at uh, overall as, as a side thing. And it would be in the reviews before people put their money to buy this game. So do you think, first of all, what are, what are your thoughts about this whole Grand Turismo 7 Sony bullshit? and whether games should be re-reviewed immediately if something like this happens. Uh, I mean, I'll say right off the bat, this is super disappointing to come from Sony. Um, yeah. it, I don't even want to say it's like, not like it's not even surprising that it's coming from Sony because... It's very anti-consumer. It sounds very Sony. Yeah, <laughs> that's what Sony has been for the longest while, which is very... Like, I... Yeah, I, I, it's just disappointment is the best way to put it like this is just as low as they can go in my opinion right like yeah. literally holding out microtransactions until after the reviews increase decreasing the payouts to make getting cars harder so that you're incentivized to spend real money and on top of that this is a 70 uh like for 89. us 89 game for us before, uh, tax. <laughs> before taxes which is crazy like um and i get it you can still earn the stuff you don't have to buy the cars but like you said 
like um, I saw one website that said it prior to the patch to earn one of the best cars in or one of the more expensive cars in the game, it took over 200 races, almost 11 hours. And then after the patch, it took over 300 races and close to 19 hours yeah. for one car, which like that's to me, that's crazy. And, um, you know, like I, I I don't want to be like, well, Forza does this and Forza does that. So this should do this like a hundred percent. Like they shouldn't try to be the same thing. But when you play Forza, they are just spinning cars at you left and right. And even too much, in my opinion, to the point where it doesn't feel as good to get certain cars. And I, I do believe that they should have some kind of progression so that you do get excited to get a car. But to, this is not the way to do it. Like yeah. that is way too long. And the fact that you have this currency that where you can just be kind of be like, hey, you can spend, you know, I, I, to get one of these more expensive cars, it sounds like hundreds of dollars. Like, um, it's just, it's rotten. It's rotten to the core. Um, I'm not having it. Like, uh, yeah. And, and I, I just want to be clear. Like, I love Sony. I love PlayStation. Like, I was the biggest PlayStation one fanboy. Like I, I was all about PlayStation. I didn't even care about uh, Nintendo. Like I had my N64, but I was in love with my PlayStation one, like uh, cool borders, Tony Hawk, all that stuff, cool like <laughs> Tekken. I was just like, this is the console for me. And I loved it. And I loved two. Um, and then it was something shifted at that point where, it was like I, I started to sour on the whole thing of when PlayStation 3 came out and it was so expensive um, and it was clearly like uh, compared to the 360 at the time, it was having trouble performing because of their weird cell architecture <laughs> and and all this stuff. And it, it just and then they took away the backwards compatibility stuff later and it was just like they were on top and and they were just kind of riding it out and. It, things were getting worse and worse and at that point i was kind of like well you know i like this doesn't feel good i'm going like this 360 is doing a lot of cool stuff um like i didn't i wasn't even a big xbox fan at the at that time but just the fact that they were just doing like at the time they were the underdog and they were doing innovative stuff like xbox live they're updating the console constantly like there's nothing cooler than having your old console give you new stuff where in this age where the console was what it was at the time and now all of a sudden like i can get an update and the entire dashboard looks better or different or you know maybe worse like um it was just an exciting time and and just to see microsoft start to kind of come up because of of like the the failings of of some of the stuff that playstation was doing um it just felt good to support them and then Microsoft kind of did the reverse. They they kind of started to get on top and they were doing anti-consumer stuff. And then Sony was doing good stuff again by giving you free games with your subscription and, and all this kind of stuff. So I was kind of like, well, okay, now I'm going to kind of support Sony because I don't like some of the stuff Microsoft's doing. And now Sony has just kind of just risen so far and above when it comes to just um, console units. And and it feels like, and, and they're putting out these amazing amazing first party games that i just love um but just the stuff they're doing now like even with the upgrades like not giving you um free upgrades in certain cases and 
um, again, just charging you through the roof for on some of these games, it doesn't feel good. And that's why I kind of in general like like to kind of like if I'm going to buy a third party game, so I tend to favor the buying on Xbox because I just don't want to support these practices. Yeah, I feel like I'm kind of I'm kind of getting in the same boat as you as well now because you know I've been like the biggest Sony defender. I've uh, I always like say that I have like all consoles, but like my heart always belonged to PlayStation because kind of similar to you, I grew up with a PS2 and you know just playing all those games and like experiencing that even with the PS3 playing Uncharted and everything. But like now it's getting to a point where I'm just like, how can I defend this again and again? And I know they put out an update today saying that oh we'll get everyone one minute one million credits. Uh, we'll get, we'll do a new update or whatever that will give you uh, more uh, more rewards and everything. So they are reversing a lot of the stuff, and they're also going to add a feature where you can sell your cars, which is something that was in like the first Grand Turismo game, and for whatever reason they didn't put it in this one. But basically, you get cars sometimes that you don't want. Just simple. Then they should have an, and they usually have an option to just sell it back in a way, and you get credits and you can use that for something else. So they are taking that step. Yeah. But again, it's kind of like so. What if what I, I always look at it as like, this was your initial strategy. If no one said anything about this, if you weren't so worried about the Metacritic user score, if people weren't talking about it like us and other people on YouTube, you would leave it like this. You would be like, this is just how it is. It's because people are actually talking about it that you're like, oh, oh, uh, this is wrong. No, this is, you don't want to spend 20 hours to get one car. I thought that's what you wanted. Like, it's like, yeah. and like, I love how they act like that. Like in the blog post as well. Like, hey, we... We were doing this because we thought this is what you wanted. Like it was, it and it, it, it they even they even mentioned the word goodwill gesture as a goodwill gesture. I'm like, no, no, that's an internal word. You don't tell that to people that you're doing this as a goodwill gesture. <laughs> you just put it in the box. So I'm like, oh man, you can you can just read through it. Like they're like, guys, this didn't work. Let's reevaluate. Send them a little quickly something just to kind of get back that user score, or whatever. And then let's let's rethink how we can do this live service thing. Yeah, I like. To the original question of like, should games be re-reviewed? Yeah, I think they should actually. And yes, I think yep. they should take a harder stance on it, to be honest. But the problem is, is that that after that initial period, like the, the I, I guess ultimately the clicks die down on some of that stuff, right? It's like to put out a, a re-review of a game um, is not going to get the traction it did on that first week, right? So a lot of the time, a lot of those outlets are not going to go and re review it again. I think they should though. I think they should, they should do it. And I think they should like ding them for it. Um, I've never been a fan of that, to be honest, but I feel like at this point, like I always hated it when, when people would go review bomb stuff for, for whatever reason. Um, because to me, that is, not in the spirit of the review, right? Like, and that's childish as well. <laughs> yeah, it is totally. Um, but at this point, like, honestly, it feels like the only avenue for people to express their frustration with these games, right? Yeah. Um, which is disappointing because, again, like, I, I was actually like considering getting Gran Turismo before all this because I saw the videos and stuff, and I had that throwback to playing Gran Turismo on my PlayStation One and Two, right? And um, I was like, man, actually, you know what? This looks great. This reminds me, like, you know, as much as I love Forza, I again, I like that progression of working towards getting a car. I'm not going to, I'm sorry, but I, like, I'm thinking like, maybe I'll put 20 hours into the game. I'm not putting 20 hours to get one fucking car. Like, no, thank yeah. you. Um, and 300 races. And obviously you're going to be doing the races that get, maximize your output and whatnot. So you're going to be doing a lot of the same stuff. Um, so yeah, I think, 
we should re-review games, but it's not going to happen because, again, I just don't think it provides enough value to a lot of these outlets, but they should. And um, typically, I, I don't like to see a review score be affected by something like this because to a degree... Well, in this case, it is very valid. Um, but sometimes even just like, you know, if a Call of Duty does does this all the time where they don't put the COD points in right away, they put them in later. Um, and most of the time, those COD points aren't as bad as something as this because yeah. it's typically for cosmetics. It's very rarely now because people rebelled enough that you'll get a different gun or something. So in those cases, it doesn't, It, in my opinion, it shouldn't ding the score that much, but... In this case, I think it should because, again, that's a huge difference. Like ten to ten hours to eighteen hours to to get cars. Like that's it, that would be like if Call of Duty made like, you know, hitting prestige almost two times longer. Like that yeah. that's that affects the the experience quite a bit. So that should be, exactly. Be, and I think I think it's an issue with like like you said like it's like the cars versus cosmetics. If it was something as simple as like we'll put like a weird like look to your car and you can only do that by either doing this or paying for it that's fine but i'm like the, the car is the equivalent of like different weapons in call of duty you know it's the equivalent to like i don't think about like other like even like in halo for example i guess like halo like we kind of just get weapons on the thing but like the idea that it's like something that's like very ingrained into the gameplay of of the game yeah so i'm like okay like come on like you can't like do that like you need to understand that this is not how it works you can't lock away cars through this and I totally get like you can have a good time playing with like other cars, but the whole point of the game is that you want to experience cars that you probably won't be able to get in real life. Like that's the honest truth, right? Yeah. You want to be in a Lamborghini. You want to be in like some next level car so you can enjoy it. And then they're like, we're going to make this as close to as real as possible. So first of all, you're not making as much money and then buying it is impossible. So I'm like, wait, what? The whole point was, I didn't get this. So did they add, you can sell cars now or they're going to add it? No, or? they said that it's something that has been requested oh, okay. and they put it as a feature when they were promoting this game, by the way. Yeah. And now they're like, by the way, we'll add that towards like later on in the thing we're like investigating it right now. So yeah, I'm like, that's, it's funny how they're like, yeah, we want to make the cars as expensive as real life to give you the real life experience, but you can't sell your cars. <laughs> it's yeah. just like, oh, are you serious? Like. I can sell my car in real life. You know that. Exactly. <laughs> um, it's, it's really disappointing. It is and super I, disappointing. And that letter was just like insult and injury of like, there the whole thing of like, oh, be with us for the long run type thing. Like, no, you just made this about the long run right now. Like people were happy prior to this. You just yeah. soured it. And now you made it a long run thing of stick around. We'll get better over time. It's like, yeah, to fix what you just broke. Why don't you just put it back? Like, um, yeah, yeah. No, honestly, at this point, as someone who is still excited to play it once my wheel and everything comes, like I will actually recommend people to avoid this game for now, just because I understand they're fixing stuff, but they also need to realize that, like, no, you can't. Th there needs to be something else done internally, or there needs to be some realization on their side. We didn't even talk about how the that they went offline for thirty hours randomly, and the game is fully online. For a racing game, and the only mode that yeah. was available was a music rally mode, where you have to you have to ride according to the the music. Like, like, come on, man! Like, this is a racing game, and we know why, right? Is because <laughs> they're trying to protect their precious system, right? Like, if if the game could be made offline, people would be able to um, potentially 
exploited in a way that and and apparently there is an exploit out there now that to get more money and people are taking advantage of it and i hope they do uh, <laughs> um but again that's why right like because they want to make sure that this whole microtransaction system is um less hackable so that people can exploit it in a way to get extra credits or extra cars and all that stuff that's why that exists that's typically why these systems exist yeah and I, I honestly, I'm, I'm doing my best not to support it right now where I'm like, I do want to play it. But like when, I, when it comes to me recommending this, it's like, nope, wait, I wait for a sale or, or like something, something else that they come out and say, yeah, we messed up. We messed up big time. Yeah. And I mean, we all have to take stands um, any way we can. Right. And, uh, you know, everyone's guilty of this. We talked about it in Halo to death, to death uh, late last year with their progression system and, and how egregious that was. And by being people being vocal enough, they, they did make it better. Right. And, um, we shouldn't condemn anyone for speaking their mind on this stuff because, uh, that's the only way these companies are going to change. And, you know, it's hard to, it's easy to say vote with your wallet. Um, but if you can, you got to do it sometimes. And I'm the worst at that because I, <laughs> I love to buy the games. I love to buy the new games. And like I said, I, I, it's actually kind of hard for me to not want to buy Gran Turismo. I was, I was super like, I think I, I, I'm actually going to go for it. Um, and this literally all happened. And right away, I was just like, okay, now I'm definitely not getting it. Um, yeah, I'll get it on sale one uh, given that all these other issues are addressed to my satisfaction. I know. Is, is this disappointing when you see so many other games, like nobody saves the world that is free on Game Pass and like so many other stuff that comes and goes and doesn't get this kind of like marketing like push? And they get left behind. And then, you know, this this is what's like upfront. And I'm just like, hey, like for anyone that's considering buying Grand Turismo 7, look at other games. Look at Assetto Corsa, which is like a great like sim, sim game, like simulation racing game on PC, on PlayStation, stuff like that. Those are games that like you get what you get, what you pay for. That's it. Oh, there's this little game out right now called Elden Ring. Not a single <laughs> microtransaction. And this, that is true. And hundreds of hours, like over 100 hours worth of content in that bad boy like it is crazy uh, that elden ring is first of all like the price it is how amazing it is 96 97 or metacritic and everything yeah and like we have this game that's like 80 dollars like or 70 usd and they're like by the way we're gonna make it as close to real life as possible so it's gonna be near impossible to get anything in this totally yeah no it's disappointing uh, but i hope they do the right thing and and address it accordingly and i hope they do it quickly um pe- people should not buy a game and then be told that oh you're in it for the long run now yeah and i i hope we can convince you to come to gran turismo 7 as well like i look forward to hopefully them convincing you that gran turismo 7 is a is a good it's a good time to jump in i hope so too thank you so much everyone really means a lot please let us know what you think about gran turismo 7 or or if you will actually be voting with your wallets please email us at amandamangames at gmail.com that's amandamangames at gmail.com Trevor, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Trevor Her. That's at Trevor H E R R. Thank you so much, everyone. And I'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye.